to Millennial Pagan Podcast. I'm Autumn Wolf. And I'm Jarrah Stone. And with us in, in virtual studio today, we have our friend Sage. Hello. Hello, Sage. Hi. So first things first, how's everybody doing? You had to you had to start with that. Well, yeah, I mean, we we, all, we always kind of start with that. Um, so our constant listeners can tell that I am sick once again. Um, it being a pandemic, yes, I do have the Rona. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my whole house has COVID, and um, yeah. So hopefully, our um, sound engineer will be able to get rid of my <laughs> and. <laughs> <laughs> noises good, good samples good samples right yeah, there that was the, good the lovely sounds that come out of my mouth and nose right now. Now, um, now now let me get let me get three more of those in a row sounding like you're just falling down a well <laughs> sorry I didn't it's just, know it's this just, was it's an just, asmr podcast <laughs> it's, it's just the voice actor in me that's all <laughs> my goodness no too many years of both of us training for that shit yeah this is what we do <laughs> i like this Yay! Thank this you. Is, this is fun. I actually I got my thank you card today. I checked Yay. my mail this morning and it was there. Yay! Nice. Wipe down your sticker and button. Uh, I was eating <laughs> chips. Oh no! <laughs> I sent them out before I, I was sick, so I don't know. I'm hoping like the week in the mail, probably. Right. Who knows? Yeah, yeah. We'll figure it out. <laughs> we will in a week or so, I guess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Aww. Oh my goodness. So anyway, with all that being said, I am doing okay for anybody who's too terribly worried. For me, it's just a really, really bad cold that does not minimize people who are suffering in hospitals and it's doing not doing well. I still say definitely wear your mask, take precautions, people. Yeah. I did everything right. My roommate went to the doctor for a sinus infection and two days later she started feeling much worse and then everybody in the house got sick. So that's our only assumption of how this happened. But with that being said, if you're sick, go to your doctor. If um, you're not sick, stay home. Yeah. You know what to do. You, oh, If yeah. you're listening to us, you know what to do. <laughs> We're not uh. doctors. Wash your uh, hands, bro. Yeah, yeah. Wash your hands. Carry hand sanitizer. I I, I got to say, I'm actually doing pretty good. Yay! I'm uh, I am freaking elated. Uh, I my my chair turned blue. Uh, <laughs> my my ears turned blue, and uh, oh, Arizona did too. <laughs> yes. And you're in North Carolina or South Carolina? North Carolina. I don't want to talk about it. I know. Oh, okay. All right. Oh, but I have been talking to some of Far From Home that now also live in North Carolina Yay. and frequent my town a little bit. So Yay. sucks we're in a pandemic, but maybe if we're ever not, yes, we can yes. be in person. Yes. Are any of your kids around the same age as Paige? Paige is right in the middle. Mine are eight and ten. Yay! Awesome. Nice. And That's- I also have girls, so they can just ah oh, yes, very cool, awesome litter buddies. Yay! <laughs> it's a small world after all. <laughs> no, it's like crazy. Yes, it is. That's awesome. I'm so glad to hear that. So, with that being said, um, well, Sage, you haven't really said how you were doing. I know you're you're 
school from home. Yes, I'm school from home for my two. I also have two nieces here doing school from home. And then I watch two that are too young for school. So I am pandemic Mary Poppins. (laughs) And that's fine. I'm good at it. Hey, as, as, as long as you're as long as you're doing it and you're feeling good doing it. I just went on a huge couponing trip this weekend because oh, I'm nice. an I'm an extreme couponer. So I, I, I actually lived with somebody who was an extreme couponer for a while. And, and yeah, there was times where I couldn't even see carpet. <laughs> I mean, I literally had to clean out all my pantries like my grandma's getting a box of groceries. My mother in law's getting a box. My the girl in my circle is getting a box. Like I just, Oh, wow. Spread the love, you know, that's good. That's good. Especially when you're getting pasta for nine cents, like, Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) yeah, I had to order my vitamins by Amazon because I realized this weekend I would have like bought three or four different types of daily taking vitamins. I went, Oh shit. How am I supposed to get all these? (laughs) And like, I looked for other options other than Amazon and I couldn't get everything delivered um, except Ooh. for from Amazon. So I was like, Oh, okay. Well, it stinks. You weren't right here. Cause I'll be like, I'll throw them to your window. <laughs> <laughs> Do you need some D? How about some C? You need more C in your life. <laughs> I can't throw Check. the D. I'm sorry. I'm not built that way. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> love it. <laughs> We oh. killed Sound Guy T. <laughs> I'm sorry. He's over there in quiet land dying. I, did, I didn't mean to. It just it just came out of my mouth. <laughs> and I'm making it worse. I'm not coughing, so we're good. I'm... Oh. Ways to not get invited back to a podcast. Ways oh, no, to no, get no. invited back to this podcast. <laughs> Oh, I, I think I think that's the reason why we've had a couple of people back. And I think my Nana's going to listen to this, so that'll be so fun. <laughs> oh. Hi, Sage's Nana. <laughs> All right. So now that we've at least cracked ourselves up, how about we go ahead and allow Sage to tell us her coming of which story? And we're Yay. just going to leave the whole subject of the podcast a mystery. If you haven't read the actual title, you're just wait 30 minutes. We will figure it out. All right. <laughs> oh, I had this all written in my notebook, by the way. Oh. And I knew the, the path I wanted to take with it. But, gotcha. you know, growing up, my family was very religious. My mom had a few different husbands. I didn't know my birth father until I was 24. So... As that being prefaced, mm-hmm. I, uh, when I was probably about eight years old, started seeing things and experience. And I did when I was a younger child too. Like I met my great great grandmother and everything, and a bunch of people died at once when I was probably three or four. Ooh. That was when I experienced my first from beyond communication mm-hmm. and family being super religious. I went to therapy. For a long time. And then when I was probably 11 or 12, I moved back in with my mom and my stepdad. And we went and we lived on this super haunted property. And they started seeing it too. So then people started believing me. And I started being babysat by my mom's good friend who she had came to bless our house, like to cleanse our house. And she's Wiccan. 
So I got to, while I was there, look through all her books and play and all her stuff. And it was the best. <laughs> and then, you know, I was just like, okay, this, this is, I, I knew it wasn't exactly for me, but I was like, this is the path I'm going to start. It's closer. Yeah. This is, mm-hmm. this is the direction. I'm mm-hmm. not a Baptist. Okay. <laughs> and then one of my dad's good friends ended up getting into a fight with a family member and getting stabbed. And I did my first poppet spell. And as I closed my circle, when I was 12 years old, they got a phone call that he was going to be okay. So then my parents banned witchcraft from our house. Like just hardcore. Nope. And let's not make this one mad. (laughs) Like, Mm. It just scared them. Hmm. So then I ended up joining the Mormon church in which I, because my mom's first husband, she married when I was 18 months old. His family is LDS. Mm -hmm. So I spent a lot of time there because that's my brother is from her first husband. That is not my dad. It gets complicated. I'm so sorry. But (laughs) yeah. Whose family isn't complicated though? Yeah. Hawks is pretty like straightforward. There's a lot of them, but you know how everybody. I'm jealous. Mm-hmm. I, had to, I had to draw him a map. I like have to re-explain the map all the time, and we've been together for almost six years. Don't worry if you can't. Yeah. <laughs> there, there's no intention of keeping up. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> so then I left the church when I was 20 after I lost a child and was seeing my child all the time and being told that I was crazy. If you didn't have an abortion, it doesn't matter type of thing. Some garbage. Mm -hmm. No. And so then I started exploring myself and my practice even more. I started practicing with a Druid circle and then my mom is of Irish descent. And so I started practicing with a Druid circle and I was like, uh, yeah, this I can vibe with this. But then I was like, but what about this, 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 and this? And it was a really strict circle. And they're like, no, that is bad. We do not do that. And I was like, okay, well, I'm going to go do what I'm going to do. Mm-hmm. And so I have just spent, I mean, that was probably seven or eight years ago. Mm-hmm. So I've spent, well, I guess seven years ago. But <laughs> <laughs> no, time's relative. Time yeah. really is relative. <laughs> And the past year has felt like eight, mm-hmm. but you know, and I didn't really, I, I, I would practice, I would explore which, which deities, which paths and just kept it all very flowy and eclectic until, um, last year from J- January 1st, 2019 to January 2nd of 2020, I had 19 people. Ooh. Oh, so this which, year did not make it much better. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I'm gonna tell you, my numbers still kind of high. Like somebody just in my family just passed away on Friday, so like oh. I have a funeral to go to tomorrow. But my numbers are so much better this year; it's only like five. So I'm gonna take that, yeah, as a blessing. <laughs> yes, mm-hmm. <laughs> but that is what got me, kind of jump started me into ancestor practice a lot mm-hmm. more. My brother died on January third, and my brother. Has not left yet. Mm-hmm. He visits all the time. 
He likes to hide things where I can't reach them because I'm four foot 11. <laughs> he likes to lock me. He has locked me and my husband out of my house because I was talking. I was kind of talking junk about him outside. And then I go to go inside and my deadbolt is locked <laughs> and there's no one in my house. And I'm like, come on. Yeah, but, there is. There's somebody in your house. Yeah. He took offense. <laughs> no, well, it, it would. He was nine years older than me, but mm-hmm. like he definitely. I'm not going to say like that he never physically picked on me because he did. So like, I'm just honestly surprised. Like nobody has put tax on my seat cushions yet. Don't give him (laughs) ideas. It's, it's the sibling, sibling rivalry. Yes. And it stays, it transcends. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's Mm -hmm. beautiful. I'm sure he made fun of you for being short all the time. Yes. And he wasn't that tall though. So it was like, okay. So you know it's him because it's a place that's like not where Hawk would put it, but no. And all I mean, he would never. He doesn't like to get things down for me, so he wouldn't put them up that high. <laughs> See, that's why you have like five stools. I mm-hmm. I do. I well, I actually just broke one. Like oh, the no. Corona fifteen done broke a stool, oh, and I was no. like, okay. No. But yeah. yeah. We, so we now actually, Sunshine actually has one that I can stand on, which is which is phenomenal. So I, I, I need will say I that. need a link. I need a I, link. I will I will I see if I can get one for you. Mm-hmm. You know, when um me and my ex were both under five seven, he's about five six, I'm five five. And so we had a top shelf of the kitchen stool, the ceiling stool. And then a, this is just too high stool. So we had three different stools at three different lengths (laughs) hidden all around the house because of the different places. Like if you're going into the closet, I need a stool. I'm I'm a climber. Mm -hmm. I will get up on the counters. I don't care. No, even when I was tiny, I always thought I was too heavy for that kind of stuff. Oh, I mean, I'm always wearing socks. So like Uh one day I'm probably definitely going to slip and that's probably going to be how I leave this world. But it's fine. Hopefully I get the Cheetos I'm after or whatever. Just, just get the socks with the little grippies on the bottom. That's all yes. you gotta do. The crazy socks? Yeah. yeah. I actually have some. Different. Anyway. <laughs> nothing to do with ancestor worship or magic nothing. in general. But grippy socks yeah. are important for safety. Mm-hmm. So with my birth family, my great-grandmother died literally six months before I took my ancestry DNA test, which... Didn't actually lead to finding my father. Me telling my mother's sisters that I took it led to one of my aunts being like, here's my class picture from fourth grade. I heard it was this guy. And I'm like, whoa, um, that's my face (laughs) on on an afro in the 70s. (laughs) And a few months later, DNA test taken. That is it. So... And honestly, I had been, I have had these connections to certain places, to certain people, to certain things for years and never knew. So like the plantation that my ancestors were slaves on is literally 15 minutes from where I live now. And the um, magic store I go to, like my, it's called um, Magic on 70. It's like this cute little crystal and coffee shop. So mm-hmm. if you guys ever come to North Carolina, mm-hmm. go there. But the plantation house was moved from the plantation originally and put on the corner to where you can nearly see it from this coffee shop I've been going to. 
mm-hmm. like wow. for a couple years. It is, it's, I don't, I don't want to say it's like, it was like a magnetic pool to the region, mm-hmm. but that's definitely kind of what it was. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like history bringing you back to, to your ancestral DNA. Yes. And the biggest bit of irony is we've moved, but before we lived on some of Hawk's family land and Hawk's great, great grandfather was the grand wizard of the KKK. And they used to do their little bonfire mm-hmm. mm-hmm. parties, mm-hmm. like basically two houses down from where we lived. Like I've heard horrible rumors of horrible things happening there. And I've actually read all the slate in the twenties. This was in my notes, which president it was, it was the twenties or thirties. The federal government went and interviewed ex slaves before mm-hmm. they died. And I couldn't find any that I knew were my ancestors, but I did find some from the same area of Hillsborough. And they were basically terrorized by the clan. Like slave owners weren't even allowed to decide like the clan made all the decisions. Mm-hmm. So I think it's a perfect circle of him and I being together. And like, I totally, this is so weird, but like, I feel like when we have a baby, it's going to like close these open chapters, like mm-hmm. these open generational wounds, like are just going to yep. seal mm-hmm. themselves. Right. And, and heal a lot of the wounds and end some of the curses. Yeah. And yeah. I mean, I know I've got plenty. I can't speak to his. Mm-hmm. I know what I think, but <laughs> right. <laughs> I live here, but you know, that's not my journey yeah. to take. Personal and- question. Did you know that you were mixed before you learned who your biological father was? My, my, okay. So my grandparents raised me from mm-hmm. five to 10 and my grandfather was high up and up in the police department in the the region that we lived in. I don't want to say it because, you know. Right. Oh, yeah. In, in a bigger city, mm-hmm. higher crime city. So there was a lot of, it, it was the dirty little secret. Mm-hmm. It, and um, when, I, when I found my father and I told him who he was, he told me he still, he loves me, but he still doesn't believe in interracial marriage. So that is a big thing for me you know, to work through and, and, and get over and make those decisions up. But I had an idea of it. I realized, cause I have a cousin that's six weeks older than me, who we do look somewhat similar and people used to always think we were twins, but I was literally always four shades darker to her than her. Mm-hmm. Like right now is the lightest I've ever been in my life. Probably because COVID I've just been pulled up in my house for mm-hmm. a year. And I noticed the differences between me and my cousins and, and my family made up this story of like, Oh, there's just native really, really far back. Like my mom is a ginger. Mm -hmm. She has red hair and green eyes and freckles. And I remember when I was 10 years old, I had like all these questions, like so many questions. Cause I learned where babies come from. So I need you to explain me some things, lady. And she hands me a picture of a man with blonde hair and blue eyes and tells me his name. So I look for this man on my own for two years, you know, at school on the computer. Cause like we had just gotten Google. Why not? (laughs) 
And then I learned Punnett squares when I'm 12. That don't work. <laughs> this is impossible, lady. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, the why you lie in meme. Mm-hmm. Entirely. So then she she waits two years and she was like, did you realize your daddy's black yet? And I was like, yeah, I think I did. <laughs> <laughs> and then my mom tried to uh, say it was this one guy that was in prison. Met, I met his children. Mm-hmm. I didn't meet him because he was in prison. Mm-hmm. And then he gets out of prison. Um, I was actually told he was dead. Mm-hmm. But um, then he gets out of prison and he was in prison when I was conceived. <sighs> On Halloween of 92. So I'm going to ride with that. But, you know, like if he was in prison when I was conceived and then that's when I, I found that out maybe a year before I took my ancestry DNA test. So mm-hmm. and so there was a lot of time of like, you know, before I started really delving into ancestry magic where I was probably being pushed and like a little little shove, little shove, because I am my father's only living child. Wow. Being conceived on Samhain night, probably like the witch in me wants to dive into that and like dissect it. Like I know entirely too much and I'm so willing to share. (laughs) No, 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 no. But that does make sense that you're you are so connected to the spirit realm because you, you were a spirit coming into the world while the veil was so thin. It just makes sense yeah. that you kept your eyes because um, I'm one of those that we're born with the eyes to see the spirits. And as we get older, we lose it. And so I always say it's like keeping your eyes as opposed to having this magic ab- ability that it, it's keeping it, not losing it or gaining it to me. Yeah. So yeah. that's what I mean when I say that it, it's not a surprise to hear that and that you kept your eyes. And right. the irony is my parents had known each other a little bit. My father was friends with my uncle. That's a lot older than my mom. My father's a lot older than my mom. She had just turned 18. That was, I was made on one time and my parents have not seen each other since. Wow. It's a powerful night. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, sorry. Yep. I, get, I had to have no. a cocky moment. I will chill <laughs> now. I'm done. <laughs> You're good. But yeah, so um, then once my my once last year happened, I started delving in so much more, and I was already regularly practicing, regularly observing holidays. Um, I already knew my patron goddess was Bridget, which in the past year I have also found my connection with Isis, and me and Hades might be vibing a little bit. A girl in my circle is vibing really well with Hades, <laughs> and then. And she, she named her kitten Hades. And I oh. met him yesterday. And he literally, like, he slept on my chest. So I was like, oh. Mm. I always but think it's a bad to idea me? to name pets after gods because they take on the gods. <laughs> but, I mean, Hades is pretty. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. I named all my pets after Harry Potter characters. And look at where I am with that now. So... <laughs> I've I've actually been doing a little bit a little bit more research into Hades. I actually started because one of my friends was going to be actually it was uh, Tim's uh, Tim's wife Mm -hmm. that was actually putting on a Greek gods photo shoot. 
<laughs> and I was actually going to be Hades, and I made a, made some things. I actually have something hanging. Uh, I know our our listeners won't be able to to see this, but I'll see about putting up a photo. But I made a Hades shield. Nice. So I've I've started started thinking. You know, I want to interact with him a little bit more. See what uh see what he's got to say because he's always been prevalent in my in my history. Mm-hmm. So it's actually kind of kind of interesting that you, that you bring him up too. He's talking yeah. to you right now. Mm-hmm. Like, Jera, look at me. Look at me. <laughs> I will definitely. I always felt that um, Hades and Loki are kindred spirits in a way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Like uh, Hades, I don't feel like he had such a falling out and so much bullshit thrown on him by the other gods. But I feel like they still have a very kindred spirit relationship with where they are and what they do and how other gods interact with them. Out of Greek gods, Hades really might've been the most well-behaved. Right? (laughs) He's like, I got a job to do. I just want to marry this pretty girl. She wants to marry me and everybody doesn't want that. Quite possibly the only Greek god that didn't cheat on his wife. Yeah. Or like rape everyone. Or yeah. (laughs) But do you really want to cheat on the destroyer of all? That is true. (laughs) <laughs> when your wife's name translates to the destroyer of all you just are like yes ma'am that's actually persephone <laughs> might be on my baby name list so. i do yeah I've, oh. I've met a baby named persephone mm-hmm. lucky yeah she she's adorable and, and i haven't seen her parents they're they're one of those friends that you see only at pride and you're like, I know you. And they're like, I know you. And then they come up and you chat for like 15, 20 minutes. And it's like, cool, I'll see you next year. Our pride got canceled like five years ago. And oh. I was never allowed to go to any sort of festivals growing up. <sighs> I was never allowed to go. In- I was never allowed to go anywhere. My parents were like. Alana's nope, was tiny as shit, but we still had it. Yeah. Um, I was looking it up and I was trying to find witch camps here and I couldn't mm-hmm. find any. So me and Hawk have actually talked about in the future. Once, once we can establish a good circle and, and a good coven, which, you know, mm-hmm. it's, it's a practicing three of us now. One person that doesn't live in my house shows up <laughs> regularly. Yes. I live in North Carolina. Right. Is there feat. is, there is stuff going on in the South. I will give you that because now that I'm not in the South, I hear more about it. Uh, look up Dragon Hill Sanctuary. That's where I had my frozen Samhain. Yeah, that sounded terrible. the high was 19 degrees absolutely not no okay i'm gonna tell you like my people came from africa to north carolina and never (laughs) never left anywhere my grandmother's family came to north carolina in the 1600s because i have literally looked back that far i am not made for cold weather my people came from deutschland and went to pennsylvania and then we stayed there and then we broke off a little and floated everywhere. But yeah, no, I know what you mean. <laughs> I stay in the three days a year it snows. I don't even go outside. I could be like, you need to come play with me and the kids. And I'll be like, I'm going to make some brownies. Bye. <laughs> Have fun. I love the cold. I, I'm always cold, so I know how to deal with cold. If I'm hot, I don't know what I'm doing with myself. I don't know what I'm doing with other people. And by the time I get hot, everyone else has already been hot. So I go, I'm hot. And I'm like, I, I literally don't know what to do. And they're like, yeah, no shit. And I'm like, but no, no, 
like my world is in my world is ending and they're like <laughs> we've been hot for two hours and like they're drenched and i'm just like i'm, I'm hot <laughs> i have worn a hoodie mm-hmm. in august in mm-hmm. florida before and the looks you get when you go in the grocery store like that are 100% priceless. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I still look at people weird when they wear hoodies when it's like 70 here. And like, I, I know it's nice. It's cool. It's not 100 and fucking oh my God. But I'm like, it is what? 70 degrees here today. And I'm like wearing layers. And Granted, I might be dying from a fever. Who knows? I hope not. Cute yeah. coughing. No, I I actually haven't had a fever yet, so you can cut all that out. Anyway, how about we take a short break because I need to blow my nose and that's going to be attractive. Millennial Pagan Podcast is exclusively supported by Patreon. Listeners like you can gain great benefits from your favorite show, such as... At $1 a month, you get a personalized shout out at the end of the next full length episode. At $5 a month, you receive a thank you card in the mail with a Millennial Pig and Podcast button and sticker enclosed. Additionally, $5 a month supporters have access to our monthly 30-minute mini-sodes. Patreon supporters are also the first to learn about new and exciting updates to Millennial Pig and Podcast. More benefits and exclusive content to come. All right, and we are back. Again, we got, uh, we got Sage with us all the way from the beautiful state of north carolina we do at least right. have like all the different regions yeah we got, got beach got, we got swamp we got mountains we got rolling hills and and you actually have seasons debatable kind of <laughs> i mean you, you have more than just two weeks of winter yes unfortunately <laughs> that shit can go away like i'm good so um so we we're kind of so the subject for today's show is we're kind of talking about ancestry work, right? Yes. Okay. So I, I actually kind of kind of have to reflect a little bit because I did something this year that I actually haven't done in previous uh, previous years. Uh, I actually celebrated Dia de los Muertos, and we actually had an ofrenda here, and it was uh, a, a, a quite um, a surreal experience because it was it was sunshine her son leo and myself just kind of sitting there at the ofrenda as well and having our having a a snack or a meal with our ancestors and you know our loved ones and it was comforting <laughs> it was probably by far one of the most comforting experiences i've had at least with with ancestor with with, with my ancestry <laughs> and I think that I'm loving that we're kind of talking about this now because I've recently had a good experience with being able to connect with my my ancestors mm-hmm. and espe- and especially my my dad who this this last year was uh his 10th year in the other realm. So. so Sage, what would you say if somebody was wanting to start and maybe had a similar place where you were where they don't really know either what their background is or their actual family is and like we've already talked about you can get the dna test you can do the ancestry.com stuff say they did all that where do they go i would honestly suggest like finding the right incense for you 
or the right essential oil or whatever and having like I mean I'm a water and fire so I'm like have a bath with candles and just be for as long as it takes you because somebody will come Mm -hmm. someone will come and I mean obviously protect yourself Mm -hmm. don't just be like hey someone come visit me that's I would not do that. I don't want to say that's a bad bad idea. (laughs) I don't want to say that's a bad idea, but please don't do that. I mean, if you want to do that, though, I'm I'm not going to stop you. But (laughs) so open circle, get into trance and meditate, meditate, meditate. Use your dreams. Use your dreams. Do a dream spell. I love dream spells. Those are my favorite. (laughs) Yeah, make a sachet. Or smoke some mugwort. (laughs) Or other hallucinogens that may now be legal in your state. Ain't nothing legal in my state. So smoke some mugwort. We we now have legal (laughs) stuff. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's why I I post now my my, uh, background or my uh, profile picture on Facebook is my blunt man cosplay. Ooh. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. 2021 or Blaze. I mean, bust. <laughs> uh, now I'm going to have to go watch all those movies later. Or, oh, yeah. or if you're in Oregon, you can mushroom it out. <laughs> you know, like I've been looking at the studies they've done with with those for depression for years. It's mm-hmm. insane. I mean, I'm I've never done it. I don't know if it works or not. But if it does work, then like, oh, what a plant? Really? Mm -hmm. i I mean yeah (laughs) i had one experience with mushrooms where i wasn't even the one who took them and um my friend decided to take a whole handful of mushrooms and i know he was not with us so i remember that story oh my god (laughs) oh he's so gone so gone anyway but yes mushrooms could also uh, if you live in oregon Mm -hmm. specifically I don't know, but other cultures have done that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or uh, if peyote is legal and you can obtain it in rightful ethically. Uh, ethically, yeah. Yes. Ethically, yeah. Or other like, hallucinogens. I grow, I grow my own sage, guys. It's not that hard. The plants are very resilient. Yes. So mm-hmm. and you don't even need a hallucinogen to reach no. a proper trance state. You can be listening to drum music, yada, yada, yada. Honestly, they're great. Yeah. They're a great playlist for it everywhere. But mm-hmm. I would be careful with the YouTube ones because I've literally gotten one that was like supposed to be trance music and then someone screams in the middle. So read your reviews first. Mm-hmm. Very important. Or even listen to them before you enter trans state so you know that that's the vibe you want. Anyway, go into the trans state and say, I'm ready for somebody to come visit me. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I wouldn't quite say that. I would just leave. I would go in with an open heart and an open mind. Mm -hmm. Put your needs into the universe. And... I mean, there's one ancestor I have not been able to connect with. I don't know why I have hit a wall with this particular person. And it is my grandfather. And it's so close. Like, I have connected with so many other people in his family. I don't know what it is. And sometimes that's going to happen. That's going to happen. 
sometimes there's going to be a block they don't want to. They are, they have just as complex emotions and feelings as we do. And Mm -hmm. you have to go in with that idea too. And you have to be really, really, really careful too. You don't want to, I'm going to say, I don't want to talk to my ancestors about all my problems all the time Mm -hmm. because there are some volatile people in the bunch. And I believe that they have the power to go do something if they want to. Mm -hmm. And you don't want to put some ideas in their heads just because you're mad. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So get to know who you're talking to. Get to know who you're talking to. Feel it out. Mm -hmm. And people do change once they cross that veil. Mm -hmm. It's not the exact same person you knew. Right. In my experience. And remember, just because you knew your grandparent doesn't mean that you knew them. Like, exactly. As an mm-hmm. adult. Everyone like- has skeletons in their closet. Everyone has things that they have to overcome and they have to do. Everyone makes mistakes. Everyone has secrets. Yep. And the journey to the other side can do shit to you. And to It can them. do things for good or for worse. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah, one one of the biggest things like I've I didn't have the the pleasure of actually knowing my grandparents on either side of my family. They all passed away before I was born, but I've met them mm-hmm. in in separate times, and it's to to learn number one to learn about my parents, different things that that they'd done that while they were growing up and they've seen me do, they're saying, yeah, you're definitely your, you're definitely your father's child, but it's, I mean, I've said it once. I mean, it's, it's comforting. It's a comfort too, but I never expected to actually meet them. That it was like the furthest thing from my mind because I didn't know them in life. Well, I have a question for you. Yeah. Was it, did they meet you in a subtle way or were they just like right up in your face? It so my mom's side of the family, my, my mom's mother and father, it was very subtle. My dad's side of the family was in my face because they because they they had actually passed away long, long before my my dad. For people who don't know, he was like 56 years old when I was born. So he was. Yeah, he was older and. So they, they never, they always wanted to have a grandchild, but in life they never had one. So when I started coming into the ability and coming into actually focusing and actually saying, I want to be able to, to, to at least communicate with some ancestors with, with my grandparents, my mom's side of the family was very, was very distant, but my dad's side of the family was very, Hey, you're our grandson. So it, it's it's always and that the funny thing is that actually kind of intrigued me too as to as to see why that dichotomy happened with the two sides of the family. Yeah, I I have the exact same experience actually though. My dad's family, well, my mom's family, most of them haven't came through, mm-hmm. haven't came to me. I don't know if it's like a what I need thing or the fact that I did meet up to my great, great grandmother. And I have found all these things. And I do believe that ancestor, that spirits will feel shame for some of the things they have done. Mm -hmm. So maybe they're not trying to come talk to their black descendant. Mm -hmm. I mean, I feel Mm you. 
Yeah. But with my dad's family, it has been very much like, are you really, are you really not going to put time in your chicken or like, you know, mm-hmm. fry that a little bit longer? Like, seriously, the meme is true. <laughs> Black people don't measure things. An ancestor taps on your shoulder and says, that's enough, child. That yeah. really is. I learned how to make perfect gumbo without a recipe. <laughs> I stood in my kitchen and was like, I'm just going to do this. And it is actually perfect. And I'm my own biggest critic. <laughs> it is actually perfect. <laughs> it is actually the perfect gumbo. It, it's it's awesome what can be done when you just when you actually allow allow that voice and allow the taps to actually come and and guide you. No, it really does feel like just a hand yeah. on your shoulder, and then they just it's just like somebody touching your shoulder and like no, yes, stop mm-hmm. to the left, whatever. You got kicking, cooking lessons from beyond. Yeah, and I I really needed them, quite <laughs> frankly. Like, I cook so much better than I did when I first met Hawk. Mm-hmm. I literally made some absolutely horrible, horrible. And now, like, well, I've been trusted with Thanksgiving for a while, but, like, I can cook. I've, I've been, for the past five years, cooking three Thanksgiving dinners by wow. my damn self, almost. I, I do half of Nana's. I do one for us. I was doing Hawk's grandparents until because I took care of them until they passed away, which mm-hmm. I think actually greatly helped me be able to connect with the other side. Mm-hmm. Being a, um, a death doula, as they call it. I, that's really I'm honestly thinking about maybe actually doing that. Mm-hmm. You know, if my kids ever actually go back to school. <laughs> it'll happen it'll happen eventually i really i'm gonna be really sad it's gonna be like kindergarten all over again where Uh i'm crying in a puddle and like having a panic attack so we cannot that's fine like we only have 10 years left (laughs) right there there are there are those options right you could always do that i know so mm -hmm. (laughs) thanks but. So after you start developing these relationships, what do you caution or what what would be the next steps? So you've met people, you know people's names, you've researched their lives. Um, yeah, and definitely, um, honestly, go with your own vibe with them. Mm-hmm. Don't go with what this person's telling you about them or this person's beef with that person or any of that. You use your vibe with them to make your connection. And like right now on my altar, which I choose not to share with people. Mm-hmm. Like if you want, it's in my living room. So if you mm-hmm. walk in my house, you can see it. But I also don't invite every person into my house. Right. Mm-hmm. Even if I invite you over, I mean, it's coronavirus, honey. You ain't coming in. <laughs> like, So I have this amazing incense burner. That's a mermaid. And then like the cones flow through her shell and it flows. I have it flowing into a cup of stones oh. on it. And then I have a sense, a sensi warmer. That's the Halloween one with the book of shadows and the spell mm-hmm. book and all that. And I keep that on all the time. I have a vase that I put my incense ashes into to make black salt with. 
but then I also will put flowers in it, you know, if I have any that feel like it, like feel the right way. I have a cup of tea. I have pictures of my three closest ancestors, which would be my brother, my uncle, who died the same year as my brother, who was my birthday twin, and then my great-great-grandmother, who I never met, but we have the exact same face, and she visits me every day. Hmm. They're on there. I have some. Sh- I have shells. I have water and scents for air. I use my Scentsy for fire because I have cats and children, so candles. Yep. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I have insurance, but I don't want to use it. <laughs> and it's on my, like, uh, I have an electric fireplace, so mm-hmm. I will turn it on. And I think fire respects that as a count for its elements. Mm-hmm. Right. I also have some LED candles. And then I will, if I'm baking something, put it on there. And what I choose to do with my offerings is either compost or my teas I put on plants, Mm -hmm. my water I put on plants. Like, I don't put anything on there that can't be disposed of in a way as a physical offering to the earth. Mm -hmm. And that's my biggest piece of advice, too, is no waste. Because most of our ancestors lived in a way of no waste. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. This world is the most wasteful. Mm-hmm. Like from the 50s to now is so wasteful. And yeah. most of your ancestors lived in a time before that. Mm-hmm. And they are not going to look highly upon that. Right. And in, in my personal experience, I don't know. Your mm-hmm. ancestors might be like, woohoo, plastic, but probably not. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> right. So when we were first talking, we were talking kind of a little bit about your practice isn't voodoo or hoodoo, but it's similar. So do we want to kind of talk about what is hoodoo and voodoo as far as what you know and why it's different? So I am, by genetics, 20% Nigerian. (laughs) Voodoo is a West African religion practiced heavily in Nigeria where you have I mean, there's different voodoo gods, which I have seen, I have heard of. I have received blessings from voodoo priests, but I do not practice voodoo. I cannot contend to how you do. Like, I know that they do have, you know, you offer to this god, you offer to that god. I I know Beyonce just did that thing on Disney+, Plus, which... I'm in a lot of black Mm -hmm. spiritual groups Mm -hmm. and a lot of the other women in there do very much condone what Beyonce did in terms of honoring voodoo practice. I can't say if that's true or not, but other people that I kind of trust do. So Mm -hmm. hoodoo is interlaced with Catholicism and it is a closed practice. So, To my knowledge, you have to be invited into voodoo. I have not been. So I'm not going to practice that. And I'm also Mm -hmm. not Catholic. I don't know very much about Catholicism. (laughs) Actually, I know more than I lead on. Hmm. Hawk was raised Catholic. I know plenty. But Mm -hmm. I don't know enough to try to bring my ancestors into a mix with 
this saint and this, this, and that kind of thing. I know there's a lot of using psalms. I do know that is a thing, that psalms is considered the spell book. If you live close to someone who reasonably practices hoodoo, I would, most of the people I know who do are completely open to questions and to teaching if you come with an open heart. But I'm comfortable enough in my own practice and doing it my own way. I don't feel a need to do that. And I would also encourage, like, definitely gauge your audience before you go and ask someone anything Mm -hmm. about that because it is such a closed practice. And honestly, it has such a bad rap. It really mm-hmm. does. And it's not fair. Um, I actually saw a picture of a book with like from the, you know, 1830s, not long ago with like how to use Christianity to control the Negro. And hoodoo was their way of blending this new religion they're being taught with their religion from home that's being passed down. Mm-hmm. And I, I respect voodoo immensely i respect hoodoo immensely i still honestly respect your neighborhood ame zion church which still does so many of the things that come from africa Mm -hmm. and they really do go visit one go visit one on a baptism sunday that's all i'm gonna say and you're gonna (laughs) see so much you're gonna see so much because i think all practices have truth to them you just have to find your own path and your own truth and i i feel it maybe it's evolution in a way i do have i have cousins that practice voodoo i have cousins that practice voodoo it's just not quite my thing and maybe it's because i'm mixed maybe it's because i feel such a connection to bridget maybe it's because i'm so connected to isis Mm -hmm. maybe it is because these holidays and traditions from the gaelic way speak to me in the way that they do that i feel the need to blend everything Mm -hmm. but sorry i feel like i definitely digressed a lot you're fine So the point. it's just interesting because I know Hoodoo has Mama Bridgie and yeah. it is Bridget. And yes, yeah, it's that, that's how she blended in and that she is such a an archway between worlds and between traditions. And she is my patron, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which explains why I got six kids here. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and why your pot <laughs> continues to boil. Always. Yep. I'm telling you, no one can stretch a dollar to feed some children <laughs> like this one right here. <laughs> Sorry. I know. This is what happens when I lose my notebook, guys. Okay? <laughs> That's fine. It, you'll find it tomorrow. I guarantee it. Probably. But there's. I still have a bunch of coupons in there because uh-huh. I couldn't finish my coupon shopping because I had my list in that same notebook. <laughs> Uh-oh. Bet you it's in your car. I looked in my car, and Hawk looked in my car, and then I looked in my car again, and Hawk looked in my car again. It's not. Well, it might be in my car tomorrow. (laughs) (laughs) Telling you, you're going to find it tomorrow. You're going to message me and go, how did you do this? (laughs) 
It's like my best friend, I was telling him something about he was having a hard time sleeping. And I was like, well, how many times are you getting up to go to the bathroom? He's like, I don't do that. And I'm like, what? And then the next morning he's like, you witch. I was like, what? And he's like, I had to wake up and go to the bathroom last night. And I'm like, welcome to 30. He's like, I'm 31. About time, bitch. <laughs> do people not do that? I've been Apparently. doing that for years. I don't know. I have I to know, get up I like twice. Some, yeah, this I is my bedtime water bottle. Mm-hmm. I typically will fill it up before bed. As I'm lying down, drink it to about here. Then I'll drink the rest of it before the morning. And I probably get up like four times. It's yep. a problem. Mm-hmm. I should hide that from myself. no i have um a stainless steel water bottle that i'll keep by my bed and i'll wake up at least twice because i'm thirsty and twice because i have to pee yeah yep gotta hydrate yeah and Mm -hmm. if you wake up hot the easiest way to cool down is drink that's why everyone says about my skin Uh everyone always says i look like 15 Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. everyone thinks i'm my children's sister or nanny Mm -hmm. and it's just because i drink Hello, all water, <laughs> yeah. all of it, and I moisturize, and I wear sunscreen, mm-hmm. and also black people need to wear sunscreen. Melanoma kills us a lot more often because we don't notice the the weird spots on our skin. So wear sunscreen. Mm-hmm. Yes, everyone should wear sunscreen all the time. Yes. Sorry, no. I literally argue with people about that a lot. I've heard it's a thing. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm so goddamn pale. If I don't wear sunscreen, I, I'm a lobster the next day. So, but that's it's true. I've seen it. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> but yeah. I had no. one sunburn. Uh huh. No, I mean, I, if I, mm-hmm. like, I had one, I used to look like a baby Flava Flav when I was a child. <laughs> I will put pictures on it. I will put a picture on Instagram later. <laughs> <laughs> Got just you. one. Got just but, one. I mean, yeah. it can still you can still get a sunburn. Oh my yeah. god. Yeah, you can. Everybody can. Yes, everyone can do that. <laughs> so what resources do you suggest that um somebody trying to get into working with ancestors using ancestor and magic or ancestor magic should be reading, looking at, learning from? Reading is It's a tough list Mm -hmm. because everyone is going to say different things. Mm -hmm. But honestly, go to the internet. Find what speaks to you. There is a, there are a million Facebook groups for it. There are, there are books everywhere. And I mean, I've read books on voodoo and hoodoo also, even though I'm not invited into the practice, just because I want to know things. And they're typically made, you know, by your average Joe mm-hmm. that have less than 30 pages, but you learn a little bit about him there. I've, I read, I have Kindle unlimited. So I read constantly all the time, lots of different things. Mm-hmm. Honestly, there's a lot of stuff on Pinterest, Yeah, but uh, you have to take it with a grain of salt, mm-hmm. but you know, feel free to mix things up a little bit just because this person uses this herb and this candle and this part of the moon phase and need some hair. I mean, you know, play with it, make it yours, make mm-hmm. your own practice. But definitely Amazon actually has a lot of documentaries 
mm-hmm. on well on voodoo and hoodoo. You're you're not going to find a lot on ancestry magic without that, unless mm-hmm. you're looking into your own family or you know someone. But I mean, you can even look at just the ancient rituals of your like. I find out your DNA. Find out the rituals your ancestors did. Archaeologists have found out so much stuff about so many different civilizations from a thousand, two thousand years ago. Find what yours is. Mm-hmm. Practice like your people. I mean, we, we we live in such an interesting time right now where we have the ability to to find out more about our ancestry than our ancestors did. Mm-hmm. Yes. And they love it. They mm-hmm. love it. <laughs> a lot of what I've been reading about the ancestors is that they're all of their work has led up to you. And now what are they doing? And nobody else is calling them. And I think we did a mini soda about this specifically in that. They got nothing better to do. I, I I disagree with that. I'm pretty sure they got other stuff to do, but they're not going to say no. Like when you call up your grandma, isn't she still excited to hear from you? <laughs> so <laughs> think of it that way, that, that these are these people who either didn't get the opportunity to meet you and want to, or that their, their lifely stuff is done, but yours isn't. So they've been there. They've done that. They've been your age. And they, so, they could have know. such such good insight mm-hmm. into something that you may be going through because they probably went through the same thing. Mm-hmm. They can also see a lot mm-hmm. and they yeah. can hear a lot that you can't. Yeah, that's like the new Hellboy with the clairvoyant. And she's just like, get down. Hellboy's like, why? And she's like, I'm saving you from glass. And it's <laughs> like she's not psychic in the way that she can see the future. It's like, no, they told her, hey, by the way, this is about to happen. So yeah. Sit mm-hmm. down and like get down. <laughs> this is I'm going to say like me and this sounds so off topic, but it mm-hmm. really is on topic, I swear. So me and Hawk watch MasterChef and bet on seasons. Mm-hmm. So we're watching our next season. And this home, this girl is on there. Um, this made me so mad. And she's like standing in front of people and she's like, I'm the only person with a connection to the spirit world here. And the ancestors all already told me I was going to win. <laughs> Get out my face right now. Nope. So that's going to be another tip. Don't embarrass your ancestors. <laughs> do not do that. They will bite you in the ass. I promise. Mm-hmm. Put a little bit more salt in there. It's fine. <laughs> Just do that. No. Excuse me. No, like for real. Mm-hmm. If you insult them, especially on a national TV show, no. Yeah. Your practice with your ancestors is your practice with your ancestors. You need to keep certain things private. Mm-hmm. And I am open that I practice with them, but I'm not going to tell you absolutely everything my grandma tells me. And in our generation's the first generation that's so open about all of this stuff. If you're talking your like your great great grandmother, she half of the stuff that we talk about more wouldn't have been public knowledge or public even thought to be talked about. It's just no, that wasn't polite to talk about. Yeah, it's going to insult them and embarrass them terribly. And insulting your ancestors is some smoke. 
you don't want. I promise. No. <laughs> I I'm not personally felt this smoke, but I have seen it. I have seen it happen. I have seen people get bit in the ass. Oh yeah. They don't do that. I, they are powerful. They are just as powerful as when they were here. Only they are held to possibly less stringent consequences. Hmm. Or the consequences don't make sense to them that much anymore. They're different. Mm-hmm. They're, yeah. I mean, yep. if I go and break something, I might go to jail. Right. Who's going to put a, a, a person on the other side in jail? Yeah. Hades, yeah. but that's a maybe. Yeah. <laughs> she might laugh. <laughs> you might think it's hilarious. Like, that that's that cool. was a good one. Yeah. That was a good one. That was a good one. That was Fair. Cool. Or, um, no, no, no. You really need to come back. <laughs> You you can't be on this. You're you're really fucking shit up for a little while. Like, let's put you away for a little while. Anyway, thank you to all of our listeners and everyone here. Thank you, Sage, for coming on. Yes, I have been extremely here neglectful to a lot of our Patreon supporters. We have gotten a lot of support over. The past few months, and I really appreciate all of you. As Sage just told me, you guys have gotten your gifts. But um, I've wiped out my supply, and now so we're just waiting on getting more stuff in and me not being COVID. So I want to thank Megan, Abby, Caitlin, Daniel, Marina, Katie, Francis, yes, Francis, uh, Tyler, and that's it. Yay! <laughs> so thank you all of our patreon supporters for all of your support and yeah. for being there with us right now in this hard time yeah especially right now we we know that you know for for a lot of people you know these these podcasts are, are a little bit of an escape from the monotony of staying home all day mm-hmm. but we just want to say and we we just want to remind you that we appreciate it we appreciate you guys listening and you know don't don't forget, you know, it's it's not we're, we're not standing here or sitting here behind a microphone for our own benefit. This is you guys are making this possible and you guys are helping us be able to bring this bring our world into yours and into other people's. Mm-hmm. So thank you. And we appreciate that. Yep. So as a reminder, this is our last full length episode of 2020 episode 50. What? <laughs> episode 50 i know oh my gosh i'm scared um (laughs) so um we just talked before we started recording and some guy t informed me that apparently we know what we're doing yeah and we didn't make enough bloopers to (laughs) enjoy for our patreon supporters so we are gonna do two different minis for december we are going to do our normal December mini-sode, and then we're going to do a special Christmas or a holiday present mini-sode to make up for not having bloopers. Mm-hmm. I still don't know how we manage that. <laughs> I make weird noises with my face. <laughs> I can only do so much with weird noises, though. Okay, all right. That's true. <laughs> that makes sense. Hmm. Anyway... <laughs> So in 2021, I hope to come back with some amazing people I've been getting reached out to 
especially since we are no longer tied to who can come into studio with us. So if you are an influencer in your area, if you have knowledge that you want to put out, Sage can attest, she reached out to me and said, hey, do you want to talk about this thing? And I said, yes, I do. And so we had our own little mini, me and her sit down on Zoom and get to know each other and became friends. Oh, yes. And then we were like, yes, let's do this. So that is possible. I am open to that. If you're willing to sit down with me for about 30 minutes before your episode to talk about why you want to be on the show, what you want to talk about, what you need to tell the world. And I'm not saying like this is a, it shouldn't be an ego trip. When you're hearing me talk about this and in inviting you on, if the goddess or your ancestors or somebody is tapping you on your shoulder and saying, you email me. Mm-hmm. Tell for me. real. Because yes. I yeah. fought it for, I, I was like, no, she doesn't want to talk to me. And then it was just like constantly <laughs> like, just, just Facebook her. And I think I like face with you at like two in the morning or something ridiculous. Like it was just <laughs> dumb. And I was just like, okay, Stop! I'll do it. Stop. <laughs> well, see, and 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 here here's the thing, and I, I've said it before. You know that this is a platform to get your world intertwined with other people's, and we have this wonderful thing called the internet mm-hmm. that we are reaching through. We're, we're we're reaching more and more people every single day from the comfort of our, from our own homes. So one of the things when I started this three years ago and and grabbed Jara by the beard and went podcast we must do (laughs) it was to make the different types of paganism understandable to everyone accessible and mainstream Um, i wanted a platform where anybody can sit down and say our generation is doing so much with neo-paganism or paganism or non-christian religions that your story is valid. One, most important. That's why we do the coming of witch stories for every single person. Your mm-hmm. story is valid. Your story, you're going to find somebody who has a similar story to you, yet still special. I'm sure plenty of listeners have heard the same things coming out of our, peop- our uh, guests' mouths. All of us nodding, going, yep, Catholicism. Mm-hmm. You're going to find similarities, but then they're going to say that one thing that jives with you that you thought you didn't hear from anybody else. So your story is valid. Your practice is valid. No matter how you're doing it, doing it your way is valid and correct. And there are others like you out there. Yeah. So if you haven't heard a practice, a type of paganism, a sect on this podcast something on this podcast that jives with you that you can make a hour long discussion with me and Jara about email us at millennial pagan podcast or millennial pagan pod at gmail.com. I will respond. We will figure something out. If you have music, a book, something that you know we haven't covered message me. I am Mm -hmm. open and available I have ran out of friends. Let's go. <laughs> Time to make more friends. Yes. So, yeah. with all that said, Jero, where can they reach out to you? 
Of course, uh, there's always my my Instagram, Haggard underscore Haggard underscore cosplay. Uh, I haven't really been posting too much on there recently just because there haven't been any conventions to go to. But hey, I got I got other things in the works. I'm starting to get back into my my crafting, get back into my my creative side. And it's really been coming out recently. And I'm I'm so happy to be able to take this new step and into this new adventure to actually share it with with the world. So definitely find me on there. And then of course on my Twitter at Jarrah Stone. It got a little political for the past couple of <laughs> couple of weeks. Don't worry, that's over. I let you know, I'm 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 glad that and I, I just have to say this to anybody out there who is a first time voter, you know, there's a part of me that that says, yes, I don't care which side you vote you voted for, you made your voice heard. Thank you. Thank you for taking your your responsibility and actually going out and making your voice heard, no matter what side of the coin, but you made your voice heard. And this is the biggest election there has ever been with the most people that have ever voted. So thank you. So Sage, if people want to reach out to you, if they're in North Carolina and want to learn more or maybe even join your circle, if you're open to that, where can they message you? There is sagemoonwhisper at gmail.com and then on Instagram, sagemoonwhisper. Yay. I'm apparently the only one. Hey. (laughs) Yay. I'll take it. Yeah. And, um... As you guys know, you can find me on WordPress at Iron Wolf Circle, and you can hit me up on on Facebook and on Twitter at Autumn Wolf, and on Instagram at Millennial Pagan Podcast. And you can, of course, also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Millennial Pagan Podcast or Pagan Pod. I am planning this week during my quarantine to actually get the website going there's no excuse i'm quarantined with my it guy (laughs) (laughs) so we're gonna get that done and taken care of and we're actually looking into redoing the logo yes so we have a graphic designer i just have to give them money and go from there it's been it's been three years it's time for an update three years I know this is amazing. I uh, honestly, I'm so uh, uh, number one, just because it is our 50th. I just want to say, you know, again, big thank you to all of our supporters, but also Autumn, thank you for having this excellent idea. And it's definitely a goddess send. I will say that. Uh, Well, she told me I need to do it. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I'll say it all the time. She said, um, you need to talk more and what you're doing isn't enough. And so I, I'm not even doing my book club anymore, and she's not mad at that because we have this. And this is reaching so many people. Um, I am looking into possibly having another podcast for 2021. Ooh. So, yeah, me and Sound Guy T need to sit down and actually talk about that and do it. So, and I think it's something all of you guys have actually asked for. So. Yeah, and I'm actually working on my own podcast. <laughs> actually, I'm working on two different ones. So I'm just like, what are we doing? They're just. Sound they're, guy, T, I talk guess about I'm, your podcasts. Where can uh, we listen to you? Okay, fine. 
I haven't started it yet. Okay. All right. It's all in the idea phase. Oh. <laughs> Am I allowed to like squee for a minute because I've been listening since episode one and I'm like being yeah. on episode 50? You You've reached the half century mark and it's you. That's awesome. Yes. You listened like, to the first episode when it aired? I have listened to it the entire time. Oh my God. That's I didn't awesome. know you, got, you, you existed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good at that. Ask all the kids I went to high school with. Just saying. I thought like people who started on episode one were just my friends. Like no, at that time. I started on episode one. Nice. Hi. <laughs> well, that's Insta friend right there. If you ask me. Wow. Yeah. Me and Autumn were already friends. Yeah, it's a thing. You just didn't know it yet. Oh my god. We knew it like two months ago. Which, oh yeah. yeah. Well, there you go. <laughs> like two seconds in, I was like, "Yeah, you're coming on the show," and she's just like, "So what? What do you want to like?" quiz me i'm like no i don't i don't need to quiz you she was like yeah no you're fine because like our first thing was like some super innuendo 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 (laughs) in your endo yes (laughs) yeah beat me to it (laughs) of course and yeah by the way guys if you can talk for an hour with me you're probably gonna end up on the show give me an original idea I have to laugh because you said that the goddess is the one who really wanted you to talk more. And I'm just like, more? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, if you've listened to the horoscope episode, you guys know I'm a triple air sign. And the way that that manifests is my mouth never stops. That's true. I'm sick as a dog and I'm still on this podcast. Last Yesterday, Sound Guy T messages me. He's like, are we seriously going to? podcast tomorrow i'm like yeah my mouth still works <laughs> sort of <laughs> there were there were setups for tons of jokes for tons yeah. of jokes there but i just opted not to mm, thank because you. she's sick and i was gonna be kind thank mm-hmm. you, you know? yeah the brain better doesn't man work. the mouth does <laughs> that doesn't help at I, all. Know. <laughs> I know i know <laughs> Anyway, anyway, and on, on that, that note, note <laughs> Merry Meet, Merry Part, and, and Merry, Merry Meet again. again. I heard.